Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 24. 24? Yeah. Got no one else to help me on that one. But um, hope you're all good. Hope you're all well. And um, yes, another week has flown by quite quickly. These weeks come around really fast. So today on the podcast, unfortunately, we do not have any pizza beth with us, but the Freddy Show will be joining us uh, shortly. We do, however, have one of our special guests. Well, he's been on the podcast um, recently. I'll say recently. It was like episode 13, I think it was. So it's actually quite it's a while. 13. Yeah, yeah, episode 13. So it's almost um, 10 episodes uh, have passed. I mean, I... Look forward to the next 10 episodes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, a warm welcome into uh, We're Jelly Ogre. Welcome. Yeah, thank hey. you very much. Hey. How are you doing, I Jelly? I'm here to fill best shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, because I threatened, to, if they didn't let me back on, I'd hold my breath. Yeah. Until <laughs> uh, <laughs> you let me back uh, on. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so how are you doing? How, how are you keeping... How's, how's I'm all right, actually. Yes, yeah. We've actually uh, letting in. We're going to let you. Uh, you've got a game for us this week as well. You're going to. You want I, a spotlight? I do. Yes. Actually. Yeah. I'd, um, I. I would like to talk about my spotlight about a game uh, called Road Ninety Six. Oh, okay. And, um, and where's that available? It is, a, is it on Steam? It, I think it is a PC crossover, but it's just come out on Xbox in the last day or so. All right. And um, I like I bought it on cuz I, I like quite like the look of the uh, like the little vignette they did. And what it's about is it's um it's going to sound really weird when I describe it, but basically you play as a a teenager trying to escape from a um a, like a totalitarian country. So you're trying to make it to the border. So it's like refugee simulator, basically, but it's your journey. You've got a journey of two thousand miles, and it's sort of documenting your journey, like through the um, through your travels, and like you can catch cars and you meet people, and every time you meet someone, you have your interactions, and how you interact with them sort of determines how they're going to treat you later on. Um, but it keeps going on about how uh, teenager disappearing and things like that. And uh, as you're going along, you can get arrested and then you get thrown in jail. And that's the end of that journey. So you then pick it up with a, another teenager um, and you can restart from scratch as a, another teenager trying to escape. And But your interactions carry on and your actions from the previous uh, carry on. It's like there's um, you can deface like the uh, president, the pictures of the president because there's an election coming up and uh, you can sort of promote the opposition party um but there's also uh like this bimbo who's in a goes around in a limousine and she's like the president's pa lady and you keep when you get into her her car you can either be nice to her or you can be a you know a bit of, an, a bit of an idiot i was really nice to her the first time and i got captured and then i had a, my second go i managed to escape and then a third go um she asked me if i wanted to be the cameraman so i then was able to sort of like guide the camera around and like look at the opposition person and make them look in a good light rather than the president's person. So it was sort of, and I, that sort of says, oh, right, that's going to affect you later on. And you, um, you, the more people you meet, like you meet a, um, a kid who's uh, a game designer. In the first one, you, uh, he asks you to like, oh, test my game. And so 
when as you go on this game it depending on what you've done evolves so like it's basically like a little tank shooter and um, you sort of say oh, i want more ammunition or i want uh, bullets to bounce and things like that so then you're in in the next following play uh, characters you'll come across this game and it'll have evolved from what you said and you can actually make it total trash and like giving really bad advice and I think obviously then maybe the game will tank. I gave him good advice, and suddenly this kid is raking in money hand over fist. And um, there's like um, there is a resistance called the brigades, and you keep meeting people who um, a lot have been in the brigades and things like that. And or there's also people who are hunting them, and you can like meet people who um, like might want to join them. The only thing I didn't like about it is that the brigades are supposed to be really, really top secret. But everyone will tell you that they're in it within the space of 10 minutes by saying, oh, I think, I've, uh, I think I'm going to tell you this. I shouldn't do, but I will. And I'd like to wheedle that out of you a bit rather than you just like picking me up on the side of the road because <laughs> you can hitchhike and you're telling me about it. But you know, graphically, it's sort of like um, a bit retro. You know, they're sort of like painted um, ones where they're, they're slightly blocky um, graphics, but they're... Um, you know, there's, there's nice colours yeah, and everything. And yeah. like the views and the scenery as you're walking along, because you're going through like deserts and um, uh, canyons and things like that, uh, round lakes and whatever. You can and the, like you can sit there and have a look at the view, and you camp out at night because you've um, got to manage your food and your water, and uh, also your rest. So you like you could go and rent a, a crappy caravan for the night or a motel. Or you could go and sleep under the cardboard under the sun. And so that all depends, all adjust your stats and everything. So you've got to stay rested and everything. Because at the end, that really does play a big part in, uh, you've got to have the right amount of stamina at the end. But you can like, interview people and there's different ways of escaping. Like you can get in the back of a truck or you can try and get through the mountains or um, or you can get captured, to be honest. Um but you meet one bloke and uh, he tells you something. I won't tell you because it's sort of pretty uh, vital for the plot. But then after he tells you that, you start spot seeing signs offering to basically dob him in for a huge amount of cash. So I haven't done it yet, but I am very tempted to, to sort of see what how that plays out. Um, but all the characters, say, oh, they seem to know each other and they interact. It's like this, uh, there's a truck driver who knows this policewoman and at one point, she let me off uh, when I was I got captured. Uh, I got blackmailed by a guy into working on his petrol pumps, and it is just so nice. And the music is spot on. It's so atmospheric. It's it's actually quite creepy. The game, the the way it's done, is it is almost like a psychological horror. You do feel yourself on edge. Like when you it says right, um, do you want to walk along the road? And that's when you can get picked up by the cops. It's like you're just hitchhiking and this every time you do something it will take you closer to the end of the road so you might sort of travel a mile you might drive 10 miles or you might be lucky and get picked up and you can travel 100 miles but it, it, the, there's like a big map and it shows your progress and it gets really exciting towards the end when you're like you get within 50 miles of it and you sort of think oh i'm near the end and then you start getting towards checkpoints and things like that so um I would highly recommend this. It's called Road Six, uh, Road Ninety Six, not Sixty Nine. I have been trying desperately not to say Sixty Nine. I knew <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, highly recommend this. It is. It is very much an edge of your seat thing, and it's dirt cheap. I think it's under a tenner. It's really quite cheap. I don't know if that's a promotion they got on on the Xbox or not, but it's um, 
yeah, I'd say it's worth the money and Road definitely one to look at. Yeah, yeah. very streamable as well. I'd right. say. Uh, yeah, just um, just looking at that now, actually, the uh, the trailer for it, and uh, yeah, it looks quite good. It looks, I like, I like the color of it. It's like, look, um, mm. so it's a Digix Digix Art, Digix Art and Raven Colt as uh, was the developers and publisher uh, by. Um, it looks good. It looks like the colors of it look really bright and colorful. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, it's definitely one that I not heard of, but you could pick them up quite easily. It's um, I'm trying to think of what else it would it reminds me of, but it's it's trying to think of something. Um, it, I think it was called. It's almost like a, a low res Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, I like it. It's got a good, good aesthetics to it. Um, but as I say, the mixture of the graphics and the story and the music does get you going. I mean, it really does sort of uh, put you on edge in some of the things. Um, you know, like you, you, you find um, <laughs> there's two robbers who turn up and they're quite funny. So you like you get a bit of humour, and then suddenly you you've, you're being hunted by the police. So you you sort of really does a bit of a roller coaster on your emotions. Yeah, but I can see it being a really good game that streamers would do, where you got you actually get the interaction from your your uh, chat onto what to do next because you get quite a bit of time to like make a pick. There are some time limits on there, but um, not many. Uh, but yeah, you, they, you know the chat can get involved, and it, it, it's a really nice story. And every time you play it, it's different. It does look, oh yeah, like I said, it does look good. And I'm just, I was just uh, running the trailer just now um, for anyone who was watching. Um, yeah, it looks cool. I like, I like those sort of like graphic style games. Sometimes it's like takes away, you know, because that's the whole sometimes it's the whole point of yeah. gaming, is it? Like you want to get away from looking realistic, realistic graph, photo realistic graphics are okay in certain areas, but not, not necessarily. And sometimes these sort of graphics make a game more immersive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't, re- you carry on realizing you're playing a game and that you're getting dragged into the story rather than sort of thinking, oh, it's more like a film and I'm just sort of plodding along. It is on rails. Um, right. You can't go wandering off into the yeah. des- desert. You are very much sort of a, uh, this this is your next stop. You are going here, here, here. But you can bypass things by sort of um, choosing to hitchhike rather than uh, catch the bus, that sort of thing. Yeah. And of course, oh, nice. if you. Good. You you might skip someone who can help you, or who's going to affect it so the story further down the line. And it does have, like you said, it now. Where can we get this if anyone's interested? I, I notice it is on Steam. I got it on Xbox Live. Xbox so, Live, so to the Xbox Store. Xbox Store, right? Um, yeah. And so, what was that? Is that that's not on, is that Game Pass or is that but, um, it's not? No, it's not on Game Pass. It so is you, uh, one you have to pay for. You do pay for this one, um, okay? But it, under ten pound, I think I've got a feeling it's like six ninety nine. Oh wow, that's actually a lot cheaper than um, on Steam because, uh, yeah, they're, they're currently advertising it for sixteen ninety six. Which, if it's for ten pounds, you might as well get it on the get, if you can get it on the Xbox Store. Then great. Yeah, on the Xbox, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that could have been a. I, I got it just before release got, date, so I might have got a deal on that. You might have got a good deal on it, but yeah, yeah it looks good. It does look good, and I'm. Um, one that I wouldn't have picked up on. Again, I because you're more, you're more focused, like you're more console Xbox player than sort of yeah, PC. Just, so 
purely console. Which is actually really good and helpful in some ways because we we've got 3D uh, who's you know obviously his computer but he has like ps5 so we've got we've got people who've got ps5s xboxes it's always good to have someone i've mostly concentrated on pc gaming so i would have missed this one had you not mentioned it because even though it is again like i said it's on steam i would have missed it and i would have uh, looked over it but it i think a lot of people would do that's the joy of like the xbox store yeah oh it's, it's the it's the good thing and the bad thing is that the, it really doesn't have that many games coming out on a given week. Yeah. You know, you've probably got like 10 games a week of that, if that, as opposed to like 100 coming out on PC. But then again, the downside of that is you've got 10 games a week coming out as opposed to 100 on PC. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would, yeah. Although, having said that, if you look on, especially just more so on the, on the Steam store you can get a lot of crap on there to be fair oh, you know oh, yeah. it's um well i think we had discussed it before you you've only got to go through some of the um recommendations that it gives you and you think well why did you recommend me this because i've bought a, maybe because i've purchased or clicked on a game previously and it's like oh it sort of then follows what it knows what you want or thinks it knows yeah. what you want and you end up with, with loads of crap it's like you can totally. <laughs> uh I did. I, I have mentioned it before. I mentioned it just uh, briefly again. But it's like you're. I clicked on like I think it was Lost Ark, probably because it, not because it's graphically it is it, it's great. It's, it is a good game to look at, but probably because it's got violence in it and it's and it's cartoony violence. It's not you no know, the blasters yeah. don't really stay there. But you have to enter your birth date to to get onto that page to look it up to try and buy it and then the next game after that immediately after that is all sex and nudity it's like without actually asking for your date of birth and it's actual full-on like <laughs> sexual intercourse and it's it's ridiculous oh, no. like, it's just it's like how do you allow that on the store sometimes some of the crap like it's obviously done in a in a game anyway. yeah but yeah. i mean it's like Not it's larry style They're no no it is like uh sort of it's, I mean, it is almost full on CGI. You yeah. know, it's just ridiculous the amount of like games that are out there. Um, so some of these new worthy, not or noteworthy games, they, not always. It's not always what cracked up to be. Sometimes no. <laughs> some of them are it's, awful. It's like the other day. I think it's on your where we were discussing a, a podcast. The uh, my father oh like, yeah my, my dad yeah. wrote a porno <laughs> yeah like i right. i've not searched that started listening and thought i'm killing myself laughing Actually, I, 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 um, I was in bed i must and i kept my wife awake <laughs> and, uh, but my, my search now on itunes is um dodgy <laughs> 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 I think like way of saying it i, mean, I, I, I must mean, I must I must sort of briefly mention our friend um Yorkshire B who's one of our yeah. regulars comes in and met, I was I don't think I was I might have been streaming at the time it may have been Yes yeah, we were honest, yeah which I I'm going to get to a little bit later actually I was we're going to have a Oh Sedgway a Sedgway <laughs> yeah good segue. <laughs> um we're going to talk about Fesmo later on but before we do um yeah she was just mentioned there's a podcast and the podcast is linked to an actual book. Um, I don't know the, I, the. It does mention. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. Um, um, you know, Re- let, Rebecca or let, something. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. Uh, Belinda Blinks. I think it was. Belinda. Called. That's it. Belinda Blinks. <laughs> um, which is, which is kind of. Seller. 
which is <laughs> an actual, like you'd imagine, like during, I think it was 2015, the first one came out. Yeah. Um, and then 2016 was the second book. I currently on the second book. We should, well, I know we should, I know we, we let's get on with, let's stick to our own podcast, but it's worth mentioning. I think it's worth mentioning actually. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. If they, if those guys actually hear us, we are the bits and pieces podcast. We are a game podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just give us a little shout out now and again. You know, we've done new uniform. <laughs> we scratch your back. <laughs> the favor, but, um, but then again, knowing your content, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> no, that, that's actually a good, it's a good listen. It's a good, um, f- um, well, 24 minute sort of roughly episodes, which um, nicely put together. Nice and bite size. Nice bite size. I'm very often yeah. whilst I'm, um, I'm gaming, to be honest. Yeah. So um, that sort of thing. I've, I've, I've actually caught myself I'm, uh, walking across uh, walking through London and um, now it's sort of open to wherever you wear masks or not so I've got my my full face exposed as it were to the world and I'm <laughs> laughing to myself I'm laughing to the world <laughs> while I'm listening to it <laughs> and I look and I, I, I actually mentioned it to um, to our friend Yorkshire B I said to uh, um, the best place to listen to that podcast is on tra- public transportation you know oh yes you know <laughs> No, it, it, it you'd um, listen to music and then start. You'd always find that one guy on the train singing away, knowing not knowing what the hell that everyone else was listening to, yeah. and uh, then realizing that he probably didn't know all the words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like the, the worst type of um, karaoke, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's another. Well, that's another thing. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I think moving on. Hey. Oh, we've got, uh, Freddy has just joined us. It looks like he's just coming into the call now. So uh, welcoming Freddy, the Freddy Show. Um, We've just finished speaking about uh, Jelly's uh, game. Well, actually, then we sort of kind of segued into talking about a podcast, (laughs) which isn't ours. No worries. Hello, Um, everybody. Sorry I'm late. But how are you doing, Freddy? Welcome in. Just sort of introduce you into the the call. Everything oh oh good and well. That's what we're yeah, like here. I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it's a little late today because uh, I had to yeah. look after my daughter while my missus was out. That's all taken care of, and I'm back. Yay. Hey, so I've never been away. <laughs> right. So now that um, yeah, what was that? I, I admit, Just I was hoping that um, I was hoping that Freddie was going to bed and Freya was going to turn back up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she could very well still come back at some you know, uh, yeah <laughs> so uh, Jelly can you just uh, once again just remind us the game that you were just talking about and uh, just before we move on and uh, yeah it's Road 96 uh, it's available on Steam and Xbox and I should imagine on Playstation and it is a um, a very I would actually class it as um, almost a psychological thriller of a game but it's beautiful. The graphics are amazing. The music is fantastic. Oh, it's actually a, a soundtrack I would like to download. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those games that's going to be different every time you play it. Cool. So it's, got, it's got legs on it. And uh, as I said, in, as we were talking, I think it's going to be a great stream, stream yeah, tile. Stream tile. I'll, I'll have to look that one up. I might actually add that to my, to my list and then sort of like... <laughs> yeah. How long is this list? Oh, I was just into it, so I was... It looks really good to me. So. 
<laughs> this list is getting longer each week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Every time, because we we were we're mentioned game, um, and then like someone else had mentioned a game, and then you go, well, I'll add that to my wish list. I'll add that to uh, my wish yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Never ending we wish can, list. <laughs> we can also avoid a lot of things as well. So you know, yep. <laughs> just go back to sort of like at least episode twenty-two, I think. Well. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there was a couple of games there that we uh, mentioned that um, get a good, good sort of like um, backlash, I think, from us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we don't just we don't just um, say the nice things. We say the nasty things. We mix it I up. I say that. I say everything. <laughs> <laughs> we say we say everything. Not just called the bits and pieces podcast for nothing. Hey, uh, you know we we definitely uh, pick up on. on I tear that. it to pieces. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah. Steve says the nice things and Freddy says the nasty things. Oh. It's like the the bits and pieces, good cop, bad, bad cop. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is, that is it. Well, I comes sweet from a good place because I, I, s- I care. <laughs> I sweet talk him into the station, and Freddy beats him. Oh no, it doesn't. Beat him up. Sorry, that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh shit! They haven't caught us yet. I haven't caught us yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, let's let's move on quickly before we get ourselves into any trouble. Free, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. do you want to do you want to take the next one or short, or do you want me to go take this one? Because I'm um, yeah, uh, well, um, the host, the host of the most. Right, oh, okay, I'll go, I'll go next. If you want to yeah. get yourself ready for the I'll next get, one, get my, right. get my notes together. We, okay, so we have mentioned this in comparison to other games quite a few times. Um, but we've never spotlighted it. Uh, so I'm going to do that now. Um, the game in question is Layers of Fear. So Layers of Fear is a psychological horror game, and it was developed by Bloomer Team and published by Aspire. Um, it was released on Windows. I think Mac as well had a copy. Um, mm-hmm. Just checking. Yeah, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. It came out in February 2016. And basically, you play a you control you control a of a uh, psychological dis, psychologically disturbed painter who is trying to complete his magnus opus, um, his uh, great masterpiece that he wants to do. And you basically go to this old uh, Victorian mansion, and I think it is set in the nineteen twenties. If I check my notes, I think it is. But yes, the nineteen twenties, and it's in the United States somewhere. And so, yeah, you go into this mansion and you're trying to finish off your grand masterpiece. So he's goes through the, as you go through the entrance of the, of the doorway and it opens up into this uh, sort of area, this dining area. There's rooms to a couple of rooms to the left, a couple of rooms to the right. You've got an upstairs, as you'll imagine, it's, you know, it's an old house. Um, areas that you must sort of try to investigate as the game progresses. So you need to try and find, I think you need to find keys or it unlocks. I can't remember that a mechanic to it, but um, it's a very good psychological horror game. It's one of those horror games that, again, like I said, we, we always go to as it's a go-to game. If we want to sort of describe a certain game at the time, let's say misery mansion, for instance, when we was talking about that, um, and it was easier to sort of compare notes. This has one of those great mechanics in the game where as you progress through certain corridors in the game, things change and they change in front of you instantly as well. Sometimes they don't always change in front of you. Oh no, you've only got to turn around and all of a sudden something's behind you and it scares the living daylights out of you. It's one of those <laughs> games that 
I'd love to do, but I because I know the outcome, I'm not sure if it's going to affect me the same way as it did the first time around. It's one of those first off plays that you you do. You want to you want to get involved in it quite quickly. Um, You're saying you want to play blind. Play blind, yeah. Play it blind, and that way it gets, the jump scares are much more sort of un, unnerving. Unnerving, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would definitely. That's the, that's the good good way to sort of solve this. It is a story driven game. It revolves around uh, sort of puzzle solving as well and exploration. Um, there was uh, a DLC. I think there was. I think it was DLC. Yeah, um, yeah. which is a direct yeah, follow up to it. Which is Inheritance. Now you do discover throughout the game that the the artist who doesn't actually have a name. I don't think. I don't think his name's ever met, mentioned. But um, yeah, you go through. I think you got to return because you're there because of a court hearing, um, and you you want to, like I said, you want to finish off your um, your magnus opus um, mm. after he uh, you had the first layer. So you start you go into the painting room and you will start your first painting, and then you've got to explore throughout the world. The door a door opens, you start exploring. The first part of the game is very tame. The jump scares are very sort of like tame. Occasionally like there's rats rats running through the, the house as expected, or sometimes you'll hear rats. You think that play that's the the noise there's certain noises within the game that are there as a as a memory more so than an actual thing. So you think you're you'll hear rats, but you don't see them. Um it's just it's the mechanics in this game were the best sort of like game mechanics I've seen up to this point of its release at least. Um, it was really um, very well done. Like don't turn like seeing a sign that says "Don't turn around" or "She's behind you" and you turn around and she's behind you and those jump scares like you why did you listen to that why did, you don't think but if by not turning around you don't sort of start nothing will happen. Um, and if you to progress on, so you got to sort of move around, and you look around trying to find the, the opening to a door that is no longer there. Going into one room, and the room becomes endless of looking for a door. Uh, you take your turn back, go f as you exit. You you think you're exiting the room that you've just come from, but it isn't. It's all changing, and then you're in a, a basically walking into a circle. You're looking for a door that's not there. You have to go loop it around about four or five times before you find a the door. Then it opens into another room. It's like this endless maze of taking, you feel like you've taken the wrong turn. But like I said, if you try backtrack, sometimes you'll go back to a previous area. Or sometimes you don't. It's, it's the way that the, the mechanics in this game are very good, the way they, they mm. design this game. Yeah. Um, it's such an amazing, like, trick of the mind sometimes and it's those where you think you've got the typical sort of trope of the the picture eyes moving they are actually moving so yeah. that's what that's what really makes this game a lot more um exciting and scary at the same time because you don't know what's around the next corner and then when you do think you know what's going to happen something completely different happens as well it's like you're i i think i was walking towards a doorway and then there's a screech sound. So you'll look to wherever the sound was and you'll look back, the doorway's gone and there's a piano there and you're like, where does this come from? How did that even appear? It's the, the, the way that they have made you as off a player balance. off balance. It's like you're, so you're, the, the sound design in this is very, very good because they've obviously um, tried to 
do it so that you hear something from the left, so you'll turn left. If you hear something from the right, you'll turn right to, to focus on what that sound was. And by doing that, they're adding another, um, they're adding something else behind you. So as you turn back, you'll get jump scared again. And I, I love the, how they did that. I love how they um, managed to incorporate those kind of um, sequences throughout the game. It is heavily inspired by PT, which is a the tester game, which which got cancelled from, uh, you know, well, I think yeah. it was Silent Hill. Silent cancelled. Hill, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Never been cancelled. Um, but yeah, so that was heavily inspired. <laughs> so I guess they, this is their sort of nod to that game. Really, mm. Realistically, yeah. this is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, really great, engaging game. And as I said, it it has a story there uh, as I was just going to come to the inheritance DLC is about his daughter which directly plays on from that ending so as she's a little bit older so you know that there's um, his wife and a daughter in, is involved he was a heavily alcoholic person like this game tells you that as you go through and that's kind of inspired like you could see that he was heavily out um a heavily alcoholic through the amount of bottles that are left lying around yeah, in certain rooms Story. There's a very dark story to it. Yeah, yeah. very dark. Um, there was three endings to this game. Um, I think I'd done Ooh. two of them. So it's got play, it has got replayability to it. Yeah. Depending on how you played it, um, they I can't remember the exact uh, endings. I was just trying to look up. I don't think I actually um, had that put down. But um, yeah, there was there is three endings. Um, the end. Uh, the end of the sloop ending shows that there, the artist working on the portrayal of his wife as the masterpiece, he seemingly succeeds in creating the painting, and steps back to Amai only to see the figure of his wife devolve into a um, mutated figure. And there was that ending. There was the family ending, and then there was the selfish ending, which I think I probably did that um, did get. <laughs> I think it sounds about right for me to sort of like go through but the selfish ending is where uh i don't want to spoil, sort of spoil too much of them but i yeah there is three endings to that so it's worth playing for again depending on how you played the game i guess um like in most cases if you collected every sort of collectible and pieced them all together i think inheritance also had uh, a true ending as well uh, a true ending and a false ending or a bad ending Oh no, that was free as well. There was a good, the bad, and the true in 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 inheritance uh game. So it depended on which way you took. I know that if you took a certain path, there was always leading you to be with the mother and another uh pathway which led you towards the father. So if I I and I chose to constantly go I I chose two endings. I chose the the father ending at first because I wanted to I looked it up and to find find out. Um it just means that you get the, the the father like daughter sort of ending scenario. Oh, so that was very interesting. So that was um, again, it's well worth going through. There was a second, there was a sequel to the game. Um, it didn't do as well as the first one. But again, it's still from the same same um, developers, the Bloomer team. But they, 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 this is one of this was their sort of like I think their first sort of game that they'd done. Mm. Um, as I recall, I'm, I'm, I could be wrong. If someone corrects me on that, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, but the jump scares were great. This would have been a great one for me to have played with jelly in my, in my chat. I'm sure. <laughs> Cause he, 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 you, you do love, you do, does love a, a Leroy Jenkins moment. Um, like a, 
This I would have. I probably would have actually had a natural heart, heart attack through this game. Mm-hmm. I've played. I've played um, a lot of games since then, which have um, similar sort of aspects to the game jump scares and that. But I think this is what really set the benchmark. You know, this really uh, gave the benchmark to a lot of games to do good in your jump scares. Um, and I, they I didn't think, actually just rely on jump scares. A lot of the game, you know, uh, modern horror games, they sort of think all we got to do is give you jump scares. It didn't do that. It had psychological horror. It had yeah. the uh, yeah. How, yeah. Am I doing this wrong? Yeah, the atmospheric horrors. It, it the the jump scares. It also had gore, but not over the top gore. It didn't sort of want outlast level gore. It was it touched every sort of um, genre of horror game and. Yeah. didn't overdo it. It actually made it work. I think it's one of the first games that actually managed to do that. And where it's keeping you off balance, because you didn't know, what is this going to be a psychological bit? Is it going to be a jump scare? Is it going to be, um, it's going to be gory? Or is, or is it actually going to be quite nice in there? Yeah. You know, that also kept you off balance. Yeah, no, I... I like I, this is again like I said this is one I would go back to but I don't think it's going to have the same impact playing it through the sex because you kind of know what to expect but because of the endings it is worth trying if you want if you are a 100% hundred percenter on games you might want to give a, a completionist that's the right yeah. word yeah <laughs> if you are it a completionist like you'll get one more ending <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, that plus the plus the DLC has got three endings as well so you know and I, I do recall that being free, so um Yeah, yeah no, it's it's it. such a great it's such a great great game. Lot of atmosphere. The I think music was good, the sound design was brilliant. I think that without the sound design this is one of those games that I always go back to whenever I talk about horror games, like I said, the music mm. mentioned sort of topics that we picked up on. Um I in generally I am generally can't I don't like porcelain dolls and i don't like i don't like um sort of i can't go to an art museum because i I don't like looking at um paintings there's certain paintings i can't i can't look at it's kind of i I got i there are some some nice (laughs) like was it uh realistic sort of like facial paintings i don't like don't don't like those this game has porcelain dolls and paintings so it's like my biggest nightmare <laughs> anyway so straight away i already had a fear of a certain of a real life thing and it's in that game <laughs> and it's really it's probably not the best game for me to play in, in all fairness but actually i suppose it is it, you know face your fears right <laughs> so um but yeah i i really i really enjoyed it it's a great game um like i said it's i bought it on playstation 4 but it is on it's on it's 15 pound on steam if you buy it now currently um you do get the if you get 16.99 is the inheritance so i would say they probably was yeah it's probably loads cheaper on gta it probably yeah GTA. if you get cd keys would be a, a, a an option and just look out for i think prime gaming as well they might throw it up at some yeah, point epic maybe games, epic gaming free. Free. Epic games yeah. made it free, and the it's second one, one. Of those ones it appears every so often, like the sale, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like um, <laughs> it's like Alien Isolation will come up again and again. Just keep uh, keep an eye out for it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I around absolutely... about um, Christmas time they give away like twenty games on Epic Games and Amazon Games, so you're more likely going to get yeah. that included in in the free games bit because it's one of the of course it's a popular title. Um, they'll 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 in, include that. So yeah, necessarily. And I think it's only a couple of quid anyway on on CD keys, but it's definitely worth owning. 
definitely. Uh, oh yeah, yes. It's one of my it's one of my favorite horror games actually, and I I haven't finished it yet. I started streaming it. I think I don't know if anyone remembers, but I literally crapped my pants, and the jump scares got me so bad, I nearly fell out of my chair a couple of times. <laughs> um, and that was us without chat scaring the bejesus out yeah. of me. Um, there's a fella called Sneak Assassin who constantly gets me with this little command that I have for him, which plays a song really loudly. It absolutely killed me. It's, it's the few times I've, I've nearly died playing horror games because of that sound effect. Um, but the game, the game is a great, um, it's one of the, one of the better horror games. If you've, if you've never played a horror game before and you want to get into the genre, um, layers of fear is a great way to go about it because it, it covers all the bases. It does yeah. something for everybody and it's original and it's, in it's execution. It isn't like played by numbers. Mm. Oh, I know what's yeah. happening. This isn't it. You know, and you, you know, you know, you know what to expect if you, if you've watched horror films and stuff, this one, you don't know what the heck's going on. And and the it does keep you engaged, and um, it just has the right level of everything just to keep you on your toes and unsettle you, and scare you at the right moments, especially <laughs> when it builds up the tension, which it does very well. And a lot of a lot of horror games don't build up tension; they just like straight away do a full on in your face jump scares, or they trickle it in really really slowly for a large payoff. And then at that point, you can predict what's coming because you've had it trickling for so long that you know something's coming so this this one does this is the first game i've played that really caught me out of you know didn't know what to expect yeah, so yeah. from that perspective um it's definitely something you should go in uh blind if you haven't watched any playthroughs or anyone playing it for yourself but uh, it's also really fun to watch people suffer through this game as well <laughs> yeah I, I, I enjoy watching you both suffer through these games so. <laughs> Um, just to mention, actually, um, it's one twenty nine with DLC on CD keys. Yeah, Thanks. price of a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah it's Do you know what I mean? Worth so, having. Well, well worth having. It's worth getting. Yeah. That. So yeah, give, yeah. give CD keys a go. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. That's less than many of the over fifty over fifties plans that are on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be a better advert for them, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, there we go. That's that's my spotlight. I, I, um, like I said, I, we keep mentioning it, but we've never really fully covered it and gone sort of um, dive depth. I, 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 yeah, that's. And anyone else got anything to add? I think that's sign of a good game is when you mention it, but but you don't spotlight it. Is the fact that it's that good that it's become your go-to benchmark? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that and Alien isolation, Alien, and I know yeah, you isolation. It, um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, we've done because no. we have done it a couple of times. Yeah, and also it. Outlast yeah. on the other end of the thing is that is that is your benchmark for well, cool. being crap, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, I would argue Misery Mansion is uh, is up there for the the crap one. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it got three, know. three times we've mentioned it tonight, and uh, you yeah. know. If you want yeah. to listen to it, episode 22, if you want. Yeah. But wait until you finish this episode before you go back to that, because um, we've still got a few more to go. Uh, like I said, uh, I think, Freddie, you've got a spotlight for us now. I do, yes, yes. yes. Um, so uh, I'm going to be going, still in the lines of horror-esque, but uh, I'm going to be spotlighting Aliens Fireteam, uh-huh. uh, which came out a little while ago and has been getting some updates uh, recently um, and is on Game Pass, funnily enough. Uh, after I bought it on Steam, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, cheers, game, game, cheers, um, 
devs. He could have told me it was going to be on Game Pass. I never would have I mean, bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so paying for it twice. Um, I actual fact, I did buy it for, um, I bought it twice. I bought it on PC and I bought the actual physical copy for my Xbox, Play With Jelly and um, our friend Sneak. Uh, I think we only played one game because um, just never really got around to playing it anymore. But um, the game is uh, a third-person uh, co-op-based shoot, horde mode shoot, shooter set in the Aliens universe. Um, and it's basically you're a colonial marine and you're part of a squad and yeah, you're basically sent to outposts um, to uh, go down to planets, basically, and find out why. You know the usual tropey storyline. This planet's gone. This colony's gone dark. Communications are missing. Blah 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 blah. blah has not happened. We where in Utani of blah, 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 blah. So it's, it follows the same sort of story beats as as the other aliens, um, uh, colonial marines, which is like you go in and you got to find out what's happened, find out where the people are find the aliens and then pew pew them all to death um and that's and that's pretty much the storyline there is not much to it unfortunately yeah. um <laughs> now the game is playable the game works for the most part but this game could have been and should have been one of the better alien games following the heels of obviously alien isolation which everyone holds in such high regard and if they had just copied that atmosphere First person or third person shooter allowed us to, you know, get stalked by the aliens properly. I had to make use of our equipment to find them, and then obviously have your segments where you're getting, uh, you know, bull rushed by loads of them. Imagine that having that, that 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 sort of scale running at you in first person shoot. You would crap your pants, and you know, crawling on the walls, coming underneath, underneath the grates, underneath the floor, you know, yeah. everywhere. That that would be like that would be god tier. Um, incredible and that's what a lot of people thought this game was going to be until the trailer dropped and it was like oh it's a third person gears of war style shooter oh great and then you could hear the groans across the planet just uh, you know it's disappointment and um unfortunately just like being british this game is disappointing it's just a disappointment it's just, it's a, it's horrible it's a horrible disappointing run of a game it's still fun to play and i will get yeah. to why but for the most part this game is tedious um and it don't work properly console ports so on the pc it's a colossal it's a colossal it's a uh, complete cluster f-bomb uh it is absolutely awful Uh, i was playing it earlier right i thought i'd give myself a little refresher i played it for an hour on the game pass version Uh, i've got into the mission aliens like jerky town all over the place popping in and out out the walls um, the game literally crawled to a standstill when one of the hunters jumped on me and the game forgot where the hunter was and he teleported half a mile up, up, the, up the game and my character was still stuck in the animation and I couldn't move. I had to reload the game. He was just stuck like that. Help me! I'm stuck! And he, he couldn't do anything. Um, and that was playing. And then <laughs> you have to play with people. You can't play with bots. This must be the worst AI for, for co-op part for players ever this game is not played single player at all you cannot play this game single player properly at least on the because the difficulty scale up and so do the rewards so if you're playing by yourself and you want to play say intermediate or intense which is like hard um you've got about as much chance of completing that on your own as surviving walking onto the sun it is literally impossible the ai is so literally brain dead on anything other than amateur or casual mode 
Um, this they're not helpful. You can't pick a class for your AI partner. And I will get to classes because it's I do like the classes and the customization options in this game. It does have some good elements to it, but for the most part, the gameplay does let it down uh, from a single player perspective, um, especially with the the dead AI. Um, and even the aliens are sometimes laughable. On certain maps, they'll get stuck, stuck, spin around in circles, teleport in and out everywhere. They'll disappear. You'll shoot them, and they'll literally break into cubes. Um, you know, like they literally like how they programmed to fall apart. They won't fall apart properly. You know, just be like Minecraft. Beep, 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 beep. You know, just like what's what's going on here? And then uh, that sort of thing takes you out of the experience. But there are certain levels when it works. Um, when it all gels collectively and you're playing with your buddies, it is a good romp. It is a good laugh. Uh, it's like, oh, shit, they're over there. People, oh, shit, they're over there. Blah, blah, blah. It does get quite intense, especially on the harder settings. And the game is most enjoyable on the harder setting. The problem is you've got to play through the entire story mode a couple of times to level up your doofus um, to get to the, the, the good bits. And they've added a couple of new modes, which I haven't, haven't um, played. They've got loads of updates coming. Um, there's a big update coming on the uh, 19th of April, which adds a new game mode, a new class, and loads of fixes in gameplay improvements. So they are aware of the issues. They are working on it. They are patching it out, despite that fact that not a lot of people play this anymore, um, which, is, which is a shame because this game should have been one of the... Because when it was announced, it was hyped up to yeah. unbelievable levels. Everyone was excited about it. There's loads of big streamers um there's a guy called Maximilian Dude who I follow. He's a very big time Twitch streamer. He's an American guy. He's really, you know, I really think he's funny. And he's a big, big Aliens fan. He's absolutely, and he was, <laughs> he was disappointed with this game. And, he, and from a fans, a mega fan point of view, you can understand why. He still had a good time of it, but um, he's basically said the same stuff I'm saying now. It's just very, very linear. Um, there's no, there's no um, sort of progression system. There's, you have, you can level up your guns, um, but you don't level up your character per se. You can't increase your HP. You can't increase your stamina. Um, you can't increase your um, carry amounts by a lot. Uh, you can only get these mod packs for your weapons that increase things. Um, they might have changed a few bits now, but I, le leveling is very linear and leveling up and gearing up is very sort of basic it's not not it could have been easily been a very good rpg uh, investment yeah. uh, like D, D style uh, especially making your own class which they should have done um instead you've got to pick through uh, from five classes you've got uh lancer medic um gunner gunner no, destroyer Des destroyer is it destroyer yeah yeah destroyer the guy with the minigun so you, you remember the aliens to um Smart gun. The smart gun, that's it. Yeah, so that's my go-to. That's the best class in the game. Um, that's the one I have the most fun with. You got uh, The other one I like, Technician, is the other one I like, with the, yeah. the, putting the turrets down, which is which is, can be really fun. And they can all be upgraded, and you can all give them mods and stuff. And it's, the customization is really cool. There's a lot of nods to Alien and Aliens 2, and Aliens 3, the, the little um, things you can find. Um, there's hidden collectibles and stuff as well. You can find that nods, nods to um, previous films and characters. Um, but the game is like just basic. It's a it's a run of the mill third person shooter with an alien tin of paint, and unless you're playing with friends, it's very very tedious. Now the um with the classes aspects, um I don't know why they did this, but you you, you was leveling up your guns when they first launched. 
and you're leveling, and that's what you do. You go into the levels, you pick your loadout, you level up your favorite guns. They get stronger. You get more. You get op- more unlockable options. You get more options to mods and things like that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they just went, "No, nope, we're going to patch all that," and they just maxed out all your weapons. That annoyed me so much. Yeah, yeah, and that I... killed the game for me. Yeah. I stopped playing it after that. After that update, and never explained why. I quite enjoyed leveling up my guns. Yeah, I, you know, I, was, I was thought you know as a means to an end. There wasn't there was little to do in the game anyway in terms of progression. So, uh, and then you take away the, the little progression we have, and just like oh, we wanted to make it more accessible for everybody. Why? By making the game less more boring. I mean, it's 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 you've taken your, co- your your concept and you've just gone now nah, that we don't like that anymore. As I like, it's like, I can't remember. I don't know. I, I don't know the ins and outs, unfortunately. I know there was some talk on Twitter. I know there was some talk on the Steam forums that um. People are complete, you know, the, the whiners, you know, it's too, it's too long. I don't want to actually play a video game. I want it handed to me. You know, it's, you know, it's these people that just, you know, can't be bothered to play the a video game. Really sorry, Dupree. That's all right. It's all right, Jelly. Go on, go on. The thing that really didn't make sense to me about that is they then bought out another DLC, which introduced a load more guns, the Wade and Tanny Pack, which were all level one. Yeah. So they just, Bumped up everyone's gun and said, "Right, all guns are now maxed out." But then said, "Here's a load of new guns that aren't maxed out." Yeah. So you thought, "Well, why?" Well, yeah, cause... it made no sense. It's, it's, it's like they got two different creative directors hmm. in this game. We, I don't know what, what they're trying to do with it. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it's very um, weird, and uh, the game itself lacks any sort of horror. There's no tension. There's no atmosphere. Um, yeah, you get the you get the uh, the music cues and the sound effects spot on from the universe. I will say the sound design is awesome, um, and you get some new alien types, and they all just run at you. There's there's no unique fights in this game. They're all like the big tanky things. It's like Left for Dead. You got tank mm. runs in, it bowls you over. You got the spitters that spit at you from miles away. You've got the jumpers, you know, the hunters that jump at you. From, it's literally like beat for beat but with alien coat of paint and it gets very, very tedious. Um, that's not to say the game isn't fun at times and with a group. And I do like the, uh, the horde mode where you're defending a, a certain point and you've got to defend this one point and you, they all come at you from all angles and you've got to try and survive and you put down your, all your equipment. And that's a real test of your uh, tactical prowess and how you handle your equipment and that. And with a group of got a group of friends, it's a, it's a fun game. It's a good game. Um, but with the AI, you can't do anything. You can't do anything on your own. And it annoys me they build this as a single player. Uh, and, that, and it really irritates me is it's not a single player. It's just because you can play it as a single player doesn't mean you can actually play it as a single player. It's just, like, just a tick box, you know? Oh, we've got yeah. to make sure a sing, single player on there to get, to get all the single player fans from Alien Isolation on here. So they can all... And that's where a lot of the blowback came from was that the, the AI was never fixed. And uh, obviously mods, mods to the rescue. There's a lot of mods to this game uh, that patch a lot of it. Obviously they can't fix everything. Just like they tried to mod uh, alien clonal marines and some bloke took it upon himself, worked on it for eight years and rebuilt the AI in the game from the ground up. <laughs> and if you download that mod pack, it's a completely different game. So, um, you know, it's that, that is actually extremely scary and very unique experience. Um, but it's a mod. So, you know, that, that should have been that, if they had any sense, they should have taken what he did and put it into this game. This game should have been a first-person shooter, and it should have been. It should have been more tension, more horror, um, 
more unique locations. I wanted to go like there's so much potential for story situations here, especially since it's modeled on aliens. You could have gone to um, the Aliens 2 planet and gone through that entire mission following the story beats. How cool would that have been to play Hudson or um, the other ones, the other Marines, or even Ripley herself? And, yeah. and go for it and go to even if you just go to that location like as a what if scenario and you do the same thing you hold down the same corridors you have to block off the same vents exits and do the same sort of stuff to try and survive see how see how long you can survive in that particular map as in whatever score you get gives you various awards and achievements there's so much stuff they could do with the alien license and the alien locations that they don't use whatsoever and it's it's disappointing. It's it's a good game with friends, but on its uh, you know on your own, it's a it's a colossal. And with all the bugs and stuff, um, I mean, obviously this is pre massive update, so um, I might make a little shim dig about this in a, in a couple of weeks' time when I have a chance to play the update and see what's changed. But for the most part, at the moment, I can't recommend this game unless you've got it on Game Pass uh, or you're buying it in a, at least at least sixty percent off. Um, the other thing I really hate about it, it doesn't have crossplay, so you can't play of those on Steam. You can play if you have Game Pass on PC, you can play of those on console. Um, so that does have some sort of yeah. Xbox co- uh, crossplay, but it doesn't have crossplay for anything else like PlayStation and Steam, um, which it really should have done. It should have had some sort of crossplay. Any multiplayer game this day, these days, I've just said this before. Any 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 multiplayer game that's made. You know, this year or last year should have crossplay as a bare minimum because everyone doesn't have everything. There's so many players play on different um, equipment. Uh, it's, it's it's a no-brainer, really. You, especially if you're, you know, this is kind of like a niche market because this isn't going to appeal to everybody. This isn't going to appeal to all the third-person Fortnite players, you know, or the Gears of War fans. Um, you, you, literally, all the Alien fans and Sci-Fi fans are going to want to pick this up and play it. And not everyone's going to have the same um, equipment to play it on, so you're already alienating, <laughs> alienating, alienating a, a lot of your um, oh, alien isolation <laughs> on the consoles. Hey, <laughs> boom, um, and yeah, so it's, it's it could have been so much better. Um, well, what disappointed me, and what I, I really wanted to see, was like an alien isolation, seven days to die, go yeah. out and get their resources, come back and fortify something, yeah. you know, uh, sort of like the, you know, the last uh, uh, had this hope. Yeah. That sort of thing. That's what I was looking for. And it's not what we got. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. Prequel had this hope where Fallen Marines turn mm. up. Oh, that would, yeah. oh, that's right. That's, <laughs> modders, modders out there, get on it. Get that idea rolling right now. Seven days to die aliens mod. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's make it let's make it happen let's get the assets <laughs> that would be that would be, be an amazing game I, that, I, would, I would play that indefinitely I oh think. so would I yeah that's what right. I wanted <laughs> there, you, there, there you go uh, Aliens Fire Team do that <laughs> for your next game <laughs> to make that one there you go well, we've, we've saved your game <laughs> yeah that's it Jelly's to the rescue Jelly's the man with a plan let's get this man with creative lead <laughs> But um, yeah, um, what did you what do you think of it, Steve? Because I know you haven't played it as much as I have, and Jelly, uh, what did you think of it? Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it when we first started playing it. and It came out. It was um, it was very much a uh, I could 
what was the other option? It was a back for blood or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Which was has sort of a similar sort of like um, play style. Um, but I, you know, being in that alien universe was more um, familiar, you know, because we're we're used to seeing like as you. Yeah. As I've already pointed out the alien isolation is always a, a, a thing that you go to straight away. Um, yeah. Whilst they're completely different games in there in what they're selling you, um, the atmosphere like, and being a fan of the alien franchise, this was always, I was always concerned coming into it because it, because it's, it follows the alien and the only, there has only been one really good alien game. Um, mm-hmm. But the alien the colony Marines, which was absolute, in my opinion, dire. Yeah. So for this to come out and follow that, I was like, oh, is it, which one's it going to fall towards? Is it leading towards the alien isolation or is it leading towards colonies? Is it going to be something completely different? Um, it seemed to more more or less alien colonies, but still better anyway overall. The, the overall gameplay of it, I felt, was a lot better. But there was just... When, like you said, when you're with groups of people, groups of friends that you you could actually talk to, and like we could start, you know, messing around, but yeah. still have and have fun at the same time. Um, I've not done this solo, so I don't know what it'd be like going with AI. But I, other than what you've already pointed out, it sounds sounds awful, it sounds yeah. horrendous. So I'm glad I haven't actually jumped into that yet, or at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I won't. Um, there is yeah. a problem with sort of saying it's a it's a good game with friends. Would you have this? You know, is have the same amount of fun playing? Um, you know, the uh, uh, Left for Dead, or um, which is another good game for, with friends. Is that is that not just patching over the fact that it's a crap game, but it's actually been made up by having your mates there? You might as well sort of play World War Z, which is a fantastic game. Um, you know, but it's uh, and, and done really well. Is it that not just covering over the cracks in the game by saying it's a it's a good game with friends? Yeah, you're still it, playing a crap game. It's actually your friends are making yeah. it, not not the game that, be, yeah. being an improvement. It's the fact you've got other people there. Yeah, that's the crux of the problem, and that's where these games get like mediocre or you know below you know above average reviews. Is that they're playing with colleagues, workers, friends, and they're having a good time with your buddies. But if you, mm. I didn't point out if you play, you can play, you have to play this game with randoms, and with randoms. The friendly fire is on. Um, so I had a couple of experiences, and this is why I didn't play with randoms anymore. So uh, just to get back to your point in a sec, there's one I forgot to mention this. Is that, uh, I was playing with, doing this random map, one of the last missions, and one of the dudes had a flamethrower, and uh, we was killing the wave, and all of a sudden he just turned around and turned his flamethrower on. It was right at the end, nearly completed the final wave. He turned his flamethrower on us and killed us both. <laughs> and then left the game, and this happened a couple of times. Right. So yeah, as with your mates, as a laugh that you know that, that'd be funny. You know, it, it, that now and again, you know, once in a blue moon, you know, that'd be funny. And you restart, you then you restart the checkpoint and carry on. But because he left the game, <laughs> we had the, one of the bots came in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Couldn't do anything. This is on the hardest, one of the hardest settings. Uh, this is on my on my Steam account, which I've completed the game and unlocked loads of stuff on. Um, and it, it just it just ruined the game for me. I had so many experiences like that. And yes, uh, the game having a good friends does paper over the cracks uh, of of a bad game. And the, the, the core, you can see the core of the game is fun with friends. But I've said this before: any crap game can be made fun with friends. 
you know, <laughs> Ghost Hunter Corp is a prime example of uh, of fun with friends uh, playing playing through a pile of turd. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's still fun, good laugh with mates. Um, although this game isn't as bad as uh, Ghost Hunter Corp. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jelly. Uh, playing with playing with friends does paper over the issues the game has, and it gives people a rose tinted goggle view of the actual game. So when it comes to reviews and stuff, they're not reviewing it from a, a neutral perspective or an impartial perspective. They're reviewing it because they've been having fun with their buddies. Therefore, yeah. that fun translates into the scores. So you're absolutely right. It does play a massive role in in paper over um, the cracks, so to speak. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It does. It does. Um, it does. That definitely does have that problem, in uh, in not just uh, in this game, but in game reviews in general. Of uh, a lot of bad games, get away with with that sort of um, scoreline because of that mentality with it. Exactly. At which point, you're not exactly rating the game. You're rating your mates. Yeah. yeah. You're in the interaction with your friends, not the game. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> The crux of uh, Jelly's wisdom knows no no bounds. We 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 will just employ Jelly to do all of our podcasts from now on. Hi, oh, Jelly. Oh, oh. I shall quality search everything. <laughs> quality control. Oh dear. Uh, no. <laughs> so we can go back to a state uh, to, to um. Podcast number one, and just redo them all. <laughs> <laughs> just edit in Jelly a, a voiceover. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> just... At this point, I verbally disagree. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Jelly deleted Steve's uh, webcam and <laughs> vast disapproval of what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm tempted to edit that in just for just just for uh, just for chits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, right, oh, yeah. But that's uh, that's my that's my little uh, spotlight oh, on Alien yeah. Isolation. <laughs> Not Alien Isolation. Sorry, <laughs> Alien Fire Team. So, <laughs> it's so easy, so easy yeah. to to sort of go into that game, isn't it? You just <laughs> every time you say you mention yeah. Alien, you you automatically want to talk about. The best one ever. Yeah, it's going back to what we said before about having these go-to games, these benchmarks. Benchmarks, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah exactly. You sort of like judge everything on. Oh, dear. well, spe- speaking of uh, uh, judging things, <laughs> I think it's a um, good good segue actually to go into uh, the Phasma update. So yeah, so oh, yeah. so <laughs> uh, sort of judging judging things on what we have said in the past uh yeah so the so let's go back a couple of weeks let's talk about that incident that happened with as let's remind ourselves what happened so phasmophobia has been one of this this channels and my um uh beth's freddy's i mean we've all sort of enjoyed playing phasmo at some point collectively or with other people or you know as a group of threes fours whatever um so we go to it quite a lot we we pick up on the the fact that it is um one of the one of the best better sort of like indie games that are still being developed Mm. and it is in we must keep reminding ourselves it's still in early access so it's gonna have some 
problems now and again. I want to just so go over that that whole April Fool's thing that happened. Yes, it was a joke. Yes, it was intended as a joke, but a lot of people were complaining that it was put onto an actual like Steam page and therefore um, it should have just been tweeted out. Everyone said their thing. We've already covered that quite extensively yeah. last week. Um, since last week, since the since the April Fool's that um, patch notes came out, which was on the first of April, obviously being an April Fool joke. Um, on the second, on the seventh, um, on the seventh of April, they posted uh, the version uh 0 0.6.00 um major update it's a vr overhaul which included now i never i i will only gloss through some of this because it's quite it's quite a long list but it is on the steam page if you wanted to just check it out for yourselves um they introduced hiding spots and this is where it got a little bit heated and this is where it made the game much more difficult for casual players and this is what we was talking about we we're talking about casual players not having as good a time as more professional players by taking away certain hiding spots people are complaining that it was it's ultimately a hide and seek game where you go in okay. as an investigation team and you are supposed to find the ghost, which will, when it does appear and it hunts, you're supposed to be able to try and find a hiding spot because it locks the front door so you can't escape. So therefore, it's a hide-and-seek game. Now, the hiding spots in question, I will briefly go over. We didn't, I didn't cover it last time because I felt it took away from the actual discussion that we was having. So the, in this patch note, bearing in mind, this is on the 7th of April. Um, on Amateur, all, uh, they, so, Sorry, um, hiding spots. We've been keeping a watchful eye through our employee hidden cameras and have found that a lot of our ghost hunters love hiding spots. Um, so like doors, hiding behind doors instead of hiding into like cupboards because you, they sometimes they weren't even usable. You couldn't go into the cupboards because they were sometimes blocked by certain yeah. things. In amateur, I, I think they were free, so you could always hide in those. And intermediate, there was only a, there was a, a few. So all hiding spots in amateur were okay. Intermediate, there was three plus hiding spots. Professional, there was two plus hiding spots. And in nightmare, there's only one plus hiding spots. People were complaining that you couldn't always hide behind certain things. Doors, door flaps have been added to uh, small tents, um, a maple lodge camp, campsite, which is one of their most recent maps. Uh, they will now work as a normal hiding spot. Uh, several doors, objects, walls have been added or moved to remove several um, unintended safe spots. Widow Street House has received a significant changes to make hiding spots much more consistent. So that's what they done. There was a there was a, a new thing with one of the ghosts, the Obeki, that now leaves double fingerprints on light switches uh, as well, like because it. It has a unique um, ability that it it leaves behind um, certain certain things when you're trying to hunt for it. So you know what it is. Five fingerprint, uh, five fingerprints on prison doors and key and uh, the keyboard. So if, you know if you found those sort of things, you'd find that was the new update for the um, the old yeah. bakey. Uh, so there's been a 
there's been a few changes on that. And again, I, I won't go through all of this because I, I do want to get onto the, the recent update and I'm, I feel like I'm going to be running into each other and it get, I don't want to get too confusing because of the changes that they did and fixes that they have done apparently weren't enough. So let's go to the most recent one just because, again, I, I don't want to overstay on that too much. But then there was the Tuesday the 12th. So this is what, um, about four days in. Um, yeah, so you got, what, four or five days after the 7th. You got the 12th um, of April. This on the yeah. Tuesday, so they this is so this would be the zero point six point one um, update overhaul. This is all for the VR as well overhaul that they d developed. Again, this now come on off the backlash of what was recently said. So our so this this starts off. Um, so uh, we want to thank everyone for understanding our and. Um, uh, and patience uh, and completely uh, completely a new system for VR will take some time to get right but we're getting there with uh, the help of your feedback so we are still working on things and we'll release several more bug fixes as they get completed hiding spots so we're going back to those hiding spots again so our first appro approach to reducing the overall of door hiding didn't work so well because what they did they they reversed a lot of the doors. So if they if if the door hinge was on the right, now they moved it to the left. That, that exposed any sort of hiding spots that used to be. Um, if the door opened on the right, it would open towards a wall, for instance. So you'll be able to hide in between the wall and the door. They reworked the game so that they put the doors onto the opposite side, so that when you opened it, there was no way to hide behind the door without being spotted by the ghost. Therefore, taking away the experience of a hide-and-seek game. So what they did is that they've reverted back to, and I mentioned this myself, I said if they can switch that on, they can easily switch it off. I actually did, um, if you go back to last week's uh, podcast, Pretty much not trying to stand up for the game, but I was trying not to be too biased for the game, being a massive player that I am. And I rest and I realized that um casual players wouldn't wouldn't get that. Um so I had to try and be less biased towards the game. So yeah, this is the hiding spots as it is of this patch update. Uh so ghost uh yeah, so let me just get back to um, what we're saying. In the last update, Willow got the full hiding spot treatment and the other locations were feeling a little left out. We've gone through uh, said locations to adjust and add or remove hiding spots to make them more consistent and reliable. Um, so they've, like I said, they've gone back to, they've reverted back to some of the doors. So ghosts will now always check behind doors during hunts. Um, so use at your own risk. Several doors and light switches positions have been um, reverted to their pre-VR overhaul positions, rotations to help with navigation through rooms. Um, so Tanglewood Street House, for instance, added a clutter hiding spot in the nursery, added a plywood hiding spot in the basement, added a cooler box in the basement that the ghost can leave fingerprints on. Uh, Edgefield uh, added a locker in the garage, re relocated uh, a closet to stop a safe spot. Ridgeview 
the ground floor room layout has been changed, added an additional locker in the garage, added a clutter hiding spot in the ground floor walk-in closet, added a cluttered hiding spot in the basement, added a cluttered hiding spot in the living room, Willow Street, added a cluttered, cluttered spot hiding spot in the living room, added a cluttered spot on the in the uh, to the blue bedroom the armchair in the master bedroom will now move depending on if that spot is blocked or not uh, the washer dryer hiding spot has been removed to help better spread out the rooms with free um, spots Bleedsdale farmhouse added a cluttered hiding spot in the ground floor office added a cluttered hiding spot in the foyer behind the grandfather clock moved the fuse box uh, spawn to accommodate this moved the washer dryer in the utility room and added a blocker moved the room divider in the master bedroom moved the room divider in the attic moved a cupboard in the attic Grafton Farmhouse adjusted the layout of the ground floor utility room, added a cluttered hiding spot in the utility room, added a cupboard hiding spot in the foyer, prison, added a locker in the entrance room, added a locker to the infirmary, added a bin behind a spot in the cafeteria, added a bin hiding, uh, hiding spot upstairs in the cafeteria. New. You can now adjust the uh, forward backwards positions on the VR belt in the settings. You can now change where your journal and walkie talkie are located in the VR settings belt shoulder. So that's what they've sort of, that's all the new stuff. And then there's all the changes, um, it goes into a lot of the VR stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's basically looking what they've done. Um, they've just re they've readdressed their update of that you know that of the 7th of april which was causing a lot of problems and that's where we go to um that's where we go 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 back to that argument of where is a casual player going to have much more fun in this like they said at the top at the start of this they recognize that they they're getting feedback and obviously they've read some they must have gone through some of the form and someone must have pointed out to them look you're going to have to, they've changed the, the doors back to where they were. So some of them, not all of them, for instance, if you go to Edge, Edge, Edgefield House, um, there is the utility room door is still opened to the left side, but that face, that is against the wall. So ultimately that could be a hiding spot. What they're saying was in this update, use the doors, but use them um, wisely don't always rely on hiding behind doors i did try that i got caught a couple of times today actually i was playing it just today just to make sure i was you know i like to always prepare my mind when coming into this and i knew we was going to talk about it because it is um it is quite close since the last update and these are just fixes that they've done and i'm i'm glad that they sort of listened it sounds like they've listened and they've given the players another chance to sort of come back and go right okay you've given us you've a game called hide and seek you took away our hiding spots now it's not fun within five days they've got back and said we have now added a few spots yes we've taken away some areas the ones that we have left, the ghost will now check. Um, so like, for instance, hiding behind a door mechanic, that is possible to do, but it, the ghost will sometimes check it. So, you know, play that at your own risk. Um, 
but like the like as we've gone through all of those areas, the hiding spots, it's it's good to see that they've done something right. And I feel like it's the developer does listen. When the dev developer listens to its core audience, I think that's that's signs of a good good developers. Yes, they made a bit of an error. And I feel like that sort of fell flat on its face when they bought that um April Fool's joke out. And yes, we we understand April Fool's joke as as they are supposed to be, but as we extensively covered in that, as a casual player coming into it, you might have felt a little bit cheated, and mm. you you feel like you've you're lost out on a game by watching maybe a professional streamer, for instance, and going, oh, I want to play that. And again, I'm echoing some of the things that we've already covered, so I don't want to go too much into it because we I don't want to sound like I'm repeating myself too <laughs> a lot. Um but yeah, I just I, I really I would say take my hat off to I've been the first time I do take my hat off, I think. <laughs> Anyone who knows <laughs> me, I do wear a hat all the time. Um but um I do take my hat off to anyone any developers that actually go back on and revert back to doing something that they knew they they thought was a good idea and realized actually well let's bring those mechanics let's bring that doors back um i like the fact that they on tanglewood street they actually um it doesn't say in 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 the update on this update but it did on the previous update what they did was on um uh, Tanglewood, they changed one of the doors from the kitchen to the hall, um, and I, I really liked that. I I liked the, that they did those changes. They also in um, I think it's Rivers Riversdale. Um, oh, I'm getting my names confused. This is someone who's supposed to have so many hours in the game, and yeah, I get um, oh Ridgeview, sorry Ridgeview. Um, in the boys' bedroom, the, instead of having um. As you enter the boy's bedroom, the closet was facing, um, was sort of side on to you as you go into the bedroom. It's now facing you as you enter the bedroom. So the fact that they can change the layouts of maps, um, as and will, but apparently that's what they can do. You know, they, they've managed to move stuff around. Um, Ridgeview also has a massive update, like a massive like overhaul on its layout. In, as you enter the house, there used to be a a, a work a area in the kitchen. That whole kitchen is now moved to what used to be the living room. So the map layer has changed dramatically on that that area. As like I said, as a season, I would say season player. I mean, I played it since vanilla. Played it since it first came out. I would got, say it's seasoned enough. Yeah, yeah. to know the layout to know where well the done, maybe. to know the layouts and to know where the light switch used to be and point it out and then have someone in chat saying you get really excited about your when you see new changes i'm like yeah i do (laughs) um the person in question in case you hadn't guessed was of course uh jelly um (laughs) it was me yes (laughs) yeah pointed out the the fact that i do get i do get kind of excited with these updates and it's true i do any light switch it's a light switch that used to be over there and it's now over here and um and look at this it's a uh, this plug it's an american one not a 13 amp <laughs> it makes sense if it's supposed to be set in america but you yeah. know it's the small details a lot of people would say well does it matter 
Probably not. It does. But it does. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose it does. The little matter. details do little, matter. Little details yeah. make a difference. Um, yeah, it so, annoys me when people say it don't matter about the little things. Oh, yes, it does because the whole it brings up the whole experience of everything yeah. is is as it should be and touched up and improved upon. There's nothing worse than having a great concept and then it ruined because they haven't paid attention yeah. to the little things. One of the secrets of like having uh, with graphics of getting immersion, it is the little thing. It's the things you don't see. Yeah. The yeah, bits yeah. that you know you sort of you you don't consciously sort of like focus on. They're the bits that um you know, having something on the table, having a picture in a frame or a photo in a frame, those little details, that's what drags you in on the uh, emotionally and immersion and gets your immersion going, um, as opposed to like having a blank wall. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, could I just add while we're talking about um, immersions and going into um, and different layouts and stuff because it's Easter currently, as of the sixth. Oh yeah. Level, there are <laughs> there is an Easter hunt, Easter egg hunt um, happening on Phasma at the moment, and um, I've been eating eggs all day long. It's been <laughs> I've been finding all the eggs and trying to eat eat them as well and i just say that this this update the easter egg update has definitely used sound bites from an a an amaranth asmr stream (laughs) 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 oh my god what's he doing to his mic oh no it's not it's uh eating chocolate yes yeah (laughs) yeah no was wasn't none nothing to do with me was nothing to do with me there was no none of my um um Nothing coming from my mouth, though. No. That was just all in game. That's all in game sound. Um, but yeah, so what's, what you don't see is that Amaranth was in the corner in the recording booth doing the sound effects while Steve was playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, I've got a pair otherwise. Uh, <laughs> oh dear, no, Give no. Tip, but eh? yeah, I I felt like coming um, this week. We we did. <laughs> Uh, we did um, <laughs> extensively cover Phasma update last week, but because it's such a short gap between uh, last week's podcast and this week's podcast and the, the updates in between, it was well worth mentioning. And I, 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 you know, I do feel like it's a good thing for developers to to listen to its audience and say, okay, well. Uh- the thing is, though, Steve, is not enough developers do listen to their core audience no. and do listen to their, their, you know, the casual fan base. They, most of the developers usually ignore the casual fan base or the average yeah. player and just listen to the group of hardcore players that live and breathe the game. And then they base a lot of their changes around that group rather than everybody in general. So yeah. the, you know, the old the old adage is you can't please everybody. There's always going to yeah. be people that are unhappy with whatever yeah, you yeah. do. So you, you can't go with that mindset as oh, I got to try and please everyone. No, you need to please the the, the fans that matter the most. So you, it's it's good that is they they have difficulty settings and accessibility options, and they've changed some of the stuff back that they were got. They just because they got a lot of stick last week in that in that um, April Fool's yeah. um, post, and then the, the notes for this the last previous update they got absolutely battered left, yeah, right, yeah. centre, and you know the the, the the comments went on for pages and pages and pages of Phasmo fans, average, casual, hardcore, long longevity players, you know, literally everyone, more or less echoing the things that we said last week. And some of the stuff that I picked up on was from a few people that mentioned it in the, and I quoted some, some comments from the, from the, the Phasmo uh, Steam forums. And um, it's great that they've come out and made some changes and changed some stuff back. 
because a lot of it um, was unnecessary. But I do like the fact that they've still stuck to their guns and said, right, okay, we admit that we've you know, made too many changes. We'll revert some of them back. However, the ghost can now spot you behind here. And I think that's a good a good way forward because then there's because you really shouldn't there shouldn't be a hundred percent safe place in in a in a haunted house like that that actually has things hunting you. <laughs> like yeah. you say it's hiding say it was hunt and seek, isn't it? You know, yeah. yeah. Get out alive while you can. Um and I think that adds more tension to the game because you don't know if you're safe or not. As before with the with the doors, he was like, oh, "I can't get me. I'm 100 safe. There's no, there's no fear. There's no, yeah, yeah, there's exactly. no terror. There's, there's yeah. no like that ruins the experience. And as a developer of a of a of a tension field game, that you don't want that. You don't want your players to feel safe and luxurious behind the door. Oh, look, see this door. <laughs> you can't get me. So, you know what I mean? Oh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The um, but yeah, I, it's it's. It's good that they've done this, and I hope that moving forward they do start implementing some of the things that the the core audience and casual and average players have been asking for. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things they need to do address is the like people like myself. I like to hide in an RV all the time, especially <laughs> when they've put the put the stuff in the in the part uh, paid for all the equipment and stuff. There should be like an option where uh, a quick, easy access where you can just pay for like a quarter of it, so you can just quick pay and then add. A set amount of items, and you can do the same and have it like a preset. So you just yeah. like, so everyone puts a bit in, you know what I mean? So then that eliminates that risk of, oh, I'm going to lose thousands and thousands and thousands of, of um, in game currency. It's, it's not the fact that they can't afford it, it's the fact that it just takes a little while to get all that back, especially um, with the grinding and stuff. But I think they'll get around to that. And I, I think that's just a, a few niggly things that are from my personal perspective, because I'm a casual player. Uh, when I play, I don't earn enough money. And I look yeah. at my balance, and I've got like eleven thousand credits. I'm like, how? <laughs> you know. So um, it's 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 a balancing act for sure. Um, obviously, I don't want to make it too easy because there's no risk and reward. Then is there? That's, yeah. that's the whole point of it. It's risk and reward, hunt yeah. and seek, investigation. And um, I will, I was I do want to see more scary stuff. Though. I really hope they implement the shadows and the shadow people. In the game, so it's not it's not just the ghost you've got to be wary of. It's the the Shadow Man. <laughs> I really I really hope that they implement some of those I, um, yeah. fan driven ideas. Yeah, yeah, of course. And also, kudos to the developers because it's still in beta as well. But um, it was so easy for them to go down the route of loot boxes. Yeah, and they they're showing no sort of like direction of going down that way. So uh, you know you've got to give them full play for that because they could really think. We could milk this by sticking loot boxes in there, and it'd be so easy. And thankfully, they haven't, and it doesn't look like they're going to. No, hopefully, we'll get. Some, I would, I would pay for some DLC, like maps or you know, even an equipment pack. If it was a couple, I can't. These devs, these devs aren't. Don't strike me as they're all over price stuff. Um, so the game's quite reasonably priced anyway, so I can't mm. imagine them. If they did go the DLC route, at least I can't imagine them saying, "Oh, is a is an equipment pack? Oh, it's thirty quid." <laughs> you know, yeah. I, can't, I can't see that happening. Yeah, I hope, hopefully, um, we'll get some DLC in, in the future after the game's released and out of early access. Because um, I really want, I really want to see this game do well um, and do loads, uh, do better than it is. It was already it is already like the number one ghost game on Steam. Yeah. I really hope it comes to consoles. I really yeah, hope it has. I really hope. Yeah. I really hope it has crossplay. 
as well. So then we can get everybody involved, capping their pants, <laughs> yeah. hiding in lockers it, and behind doors. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to add, like, as you were saying that as well, it is still in early access game. And had they released the game um, prior to any of these updates, I think we would all be saying, oh, you've released it too soon. So like, I'm glad that it hasn't released. It's, mm-hmm. I, I would, the, the worst worst thing to have is to um, someone to say, right, we're finished, we're done. Now, if this, if you look about how many updates and patches and patch notes are, they've dropped over, I think it's two, two years. Yes, it came out in 2020. So yes, over the last two years or so, or just under two years, um, They've they've done a lot of balancing and trying to get it right. Yes, they've got it. They've I think ultimately ninety nine percent they've got it. They've balanced it fairly well. There was only that one percent where they've got it wrong, and I think mm. that's the biggest time that they've actually really, as a developer, they've got it wrong. But within it's taken them what five days to to correct that and yeah to act on it to act upon it and like however long i don't know i don't know how long a patch takes to do probably seconds like i said in last week's podcast if they can switch the, the doors from one side to the other and then switch them back again obviously they've got the ability to change the room the layout so i don't know how long it takes to do that if in like when it first came out this was a single developer or as a small group, maybe two. It was, it was one bloke, one bloke came doing out, it. And then, he yeah. got, and then he got another guy shortly afterwards. He got another he got guy to help him um, yeah. doing it. So, yeah, when this first came out, in its core state, that was quite frightening at times. I was like, I was very scared to play it. I was yeah, like, I yeah. must admit, when I first when I first picked up this game, I had people in my chat going, would you like me to come and join in your strip? In your stream? I'm like, yeah, if you don't mind. They showed me how to play the game. And like I, I, hats off to them again. I've taken my hat off twice tonight. Um, <laughs> but um, thanks very much. Keep for your hat on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that they came in because that they gave me the, the sort of confidence to carry on. And here we are, five hundred and almost five hundred and sixty hours in. And yeah, and I'm rather grateful for that they did. So yeah, it's been one of my favourite games, and um, hopefully they don't come out of early access i'll keep an i always keep an eye on any updates that they try and do uh, they do have a trello page which gives you the roadmap as to what they want to try and do and things that they have already done and um what they're currently trying to work on so yeah it's this is a game that's gonna keep on <clears throat> as long as the developers are gonna be passionate about this game this game will continue on for a long time. Um, and I don't know when it'll come out of early access, but obviously, like I said, as long as they keep trying to balance it. I think they're looking to get out of early access by the end of the year. Yeah. I think that's from from previous posts. I think that's what they're aiming for. They're on um, course for it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just so, yeah. The big part of the cosmetic update was leaning towards that. Yeah. Like the end goal. So... Yeah. He's, getting He's getting more and more polished, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at cool. some of that. Again, uh, in part of the update, like this is the, the update, the 7th of April update. I think they, they remodeled the um, sound sensor so it looks more like a, a microphone and they've redesigned how it works more. 
Yeah, so, so much better. Yeah. yeah. And reflections in mirrors as well. Oh, yeah, we, we, yes, today. today when I was yeah. playing uh, the reflection in mirrors is whatever you've just placed down. I mean, you don't get character um, reflections, but you do get yeah. um, object reflections, which is something that they never had in at the start. Mm. I really hope they get better character models. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, well, they're more polished. They're, they're, they Wendy, are Wendy character models. Yeah, <laughs> they are uh, improving um, slowly on those. I mean, you can see just on the character selection, there's uh, slight improvements there, but again, it's still Maybe. not fully. Because it Maybe is emotionally should... confusing to watch 3D play as a girl, and <laughs> <laughs> or you have the three same the same bloke three times. Yeah, yeah. Who two? Yeah. Um, I would, I would, I would be, it'd be funny if you could import the Jeep, the, the, the Ghost Hunter Corp females, <laughs> and their broken backs the, into phasmophobia. That was the only thing they ever got right, I think, in that game. <laughs> They're the only assets that are actually decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we're pretty much done with that. Yeah. 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 Um. So that should we go into a a news set? Uh, some more news then? Do you yes, do, news, yeah. news, 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 news. I think um, it might actually be worth mentioning, segueing into this then. Um, speaking of developers, um, listen, you know, sticking around, uh, No Man's Sky has got a update to come out. Um, so, yes. Which is really uh, interesting. So this is taken take from a PC gamer, by the way. I'll just, this is my own work. I don't have time to write anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that skilled. Uh, so uh, become a cargo smuggling space pirate in No Man's Sky Outlaw. No Man's Sky's Outlaw update. Um, so yeah, Twitter got. Um, so again, I'm, I'm reading this from the from the article. Twitter got all excited the the when the uh, No Man's Sky creator Sean Murray posted a tiny pirate flag emoji. Um, this all uh, that's all it took for the hype to get uh, dialed up as fans speculated this must be the dawn of something new. Space Pirate update on the brinks, brink of release with cargo smuggling, pirate missions and black market um, features. <laughs> Turns out a lot of that was correct. The new, uh, new No Man's Sky update is uh, called Outlaws and oh, we've you got finally... Be able to live the life of a space pirate in the uh, infinite cosmos. The No Man's Sky CD underworld will be explored in the update, including uh, pirating missions, black market technology, contraband smuggling, and pirate run uh, spaceports in outlaw star systems. Also, there are cape physics. Because there are <laughs> because there are capes. Um, check it out. Uh, in the trailer above so there's a trailer above they're just talking about that sorry um i could have just this looks awesome um i remember an update i uh, i don't remember which update uh, according to this article um the that added a dormant space station they were lit with uh spooky red lights and were completely uh abandoned no vendors no npcs at all from the trailer it looks like those stations may be populated with uh space pirates now that's where your you um acquire new pirate missions and black market tech like-minded players can even acquire a forged 
passport that will allow them to bypass the authorities, says the game games developer Hello Games. To go along with your new life as an outlaw, how about some new ships? For the first time since the living ship update, a new class of uh, starship has been added, and they look pretty darn sick. With those extendable solar sails, you're, you won't have to ditch any of the current ships. You'll find um, a new solar ship, either the maximum number of player ships has been increased from six to nine naturally smuggling contraband will attract the attention of trigger happy sentinels but that's not all you'll need to worry about just because you're now a pirate doesn't mean you still have to fight other pirates because stealing from thieves is a good way to make a living you won't be alone in battle however ai can uh, controlled uh, squad mates can be hired to act as your personal wingman and they can even be upgraded over time to improve their flight and combat skills you'll be leading a um, real space pirate gang to uh, oh, go oh. along with all the extra pew 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 you'll be uh, doing uh, combat has been overhauled Handling has been improved, weapons have a new visual effects, and enemy starships now have shields. Says Hello Games, um, a depth has also been added to weapon selections with a variety of specialists' secondary effects, such as slowing enemies' engines or um, disabling uh, shield systems. Who needs Starfield? <laughs> Seriously, what is this? this looks, right, we've got, why aren't we playing this? Why are we not know, playing like, this? Ship That's to, what I want to know. Um, yeah, anyway, so ship to ship combat can now occur within <laughs> Sorry, a planet's atmosphere, too, and pirates may rid, uh, raid uh, your settlements. For those who find space combat difficult, flight accessibility has been significantly improved with a new auto uh, follow mode. Oh, thank God for Are that. you ready oh, for right. life crime, space crime? The Outlaws update arrives today, and as always, it's free for owners of No Man's Sky. How um, much content? <laughs> how much content is that? How much and content does this game have? It's for, like immense. This and the, sorry, twenty just, quid. Yeah. Or. Game Pass. Sorry, Steve. I'm I'm really excited. Sorry, now. Sorry. I, I just wanted to uh, just wanted to add that that the 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 update was. Um, as of the 13th of April. Two uh, days ago. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, the last the last line was uh, the update's out now, so I just wanted to add that, the date-wise. So by the time people get to this, it would already be out there. Right. So a game it. that came out in 2016 is what's, what are we on? Uh, yeah, six, five, six years ago or whatever now. I don't know. I lost track of time, oh. but yeah, six, yeah six, <laughs> I'm, six, I'm downloading six, it on Game Pass so we can play play everyone. Um, everyone so yeah, um, for a game that's the, when it first came out. Again, this is why it was a nice segue to go into because it's developers who give a damn about their game. When it first came out, this was the this received one of the worst hit hates of all all times for a game yeah. of its yeah. time. I bought this when it first came out, mm, and it was I a, did, yeah. So did oh, I. Yep. Yeah. Irritated the hell. Irritate. Oh. Yeah. I. I had already mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I. I did the same as everybody else 
that was big at the time. I tried to follow those big streamers and big YouTubers. Um, I made about five videos um, of about 20 minutes each. So you basically, you got an hour's worth of gameplay and it was the start to finish. And that was it. That was the end of the game. Got to the end of the game. Mm. And, was, and they was like, oh, you're supposed to be able to go on infinitely. Um, yeah. They, yeah no, you know, <laughs> it was like, where's where's this? That you, where's multiplayer? Oh, it does have multiplayer because it's supposed to be really big and like it, they flat out sort of like lied. You know, there was... Um, yeah, misled everybody mis- and yeah. like, rushed production. And, you know, it turns out that it wasn't, it was the guys in charge and Microsoft was to blame, and there was loads of them pointing fingers and name blaming. But basically, they they showed a bunch of fake trailers, uh, yeah. fake screenshots, <clears throat> fake uh, demos, and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and completely just tried to pull the wool over the fans, and everyone was like, "Nah, that ain't happening." Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> At what point did you think we was going to notice? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was it was all like graphically wasn't the best. It was like uh, really broken in areas, and yes. then the the the, yeah. the the game's lead, uh, um, what's his name, Sean Murray, um, of the lead of um, Hello Games, was he, he went into hiding and like there was no Twitter, there was nothing on Twitter. There's no no everyone went well. We want a refund. We where's our money yeah. back? Is, and nothing. And then all of a sudden, they brought out this uh, update. And I said, like, yeah. And people started talking about it, going, "Oh, there's another update. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we're not interested in that because it's going to be lies." And then people started doing. People who stuck with it were like, "No, really. Mm. Look, look at this game. It's actually better." <laughs> and we're like, "No, no, no, it isn't. No, it's." Losing. And then there was another, and I think there was there was like two updates, sort of back to back, almost. Um, the game just went mad again. It just went crazy. It was like maybe two or three years ago, possibly uh, three years ago now, but like they brought out these update, update, update. Uh, again, it's just like, like Phasmo, they just kept giving content. And um, so, yeah, kudos to... to uh... It's not just like updates and graphical improvements and glitches, fixes and patches. These are full-on expansions yeah. that you could easily yeah. charge for. And then, uh, you know, and even if they only charge like a couple of quid or a fiver, I would happily pay for for the you know. And I'm one of these. It's like if it's if it's worth it, I'll pay for it. Um, in terms of especially if it's a game that deserves the support, um, and the fact that these guys have come, but from the brink of you know CD product red levels of bankruptcy in terms of uh, fandom, and then turned it around and now are literally in the good graces of pretty much everybody and and everything and the fact that they just bring out all this content for free yeah um you know and and every time they bring out content uh it's massive it's, it's loads of stuff the fact that you could go into any planet and still name stuff after yourself after all this time because they still haven't found everything in the in the universe that's, that's created is is hilarious to me um uh, on some random planet when I played it about a year and a half ago there's a stone called 3D stone in the game somewhere <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, it's, it's honestly the, the game has got so many things going for it um, they added NPCs they added quests they added uh, uh, all the got all the Minecraft stuff the the base building yeah, the ship yeah. building uh, the, you know, the finding uh, wet, you know uh, schematics and stuff to make weapons and, and now they've overhauled combat 
And now they've had a space, you know, space combat was already there, but now they've overhauled it. You've got new spaces. You've got to be a space pirate and, and go around in space and, and plunder ships and get missions and attack. You know, uh, one thing, I'm not a big fan of PvP, but in this, in this quarter scenario, I think it might, this would be fun. Yeah. This would be That's fun to do. My worry with it is that I would want to go around and investigate it. Am I still going to, be able to do that solo, or am I going to have to worry about someone who's just uh, who's been playing it from year dot and is going to, suddenly going to, you know, I'm going to be sat there and on Apollo Seven, and suddenly they're going to turn up on a star destroyer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me all your stuff, or I'll blow you out the sky. <laughs> yeah, because there will be people who go out and they're just going to like farm yeah. movies. Yeah, there's not an option there to turn that off. Yeah, unfortunately, that probably might be an issue um, for some. In likelihood of how big the universes are, uh, you'd be quite hard-pressed to come into that sort of scenario. Um, I think you're more likely to come across that scenario if you're... I'm sure it'll put groups of players with groups of players. So if you've got like four or five people playing together, I'm sure it'll pit you up against another... In a world with other four or five player groups of are playing together to populate the servers. I'm not. I'm not sure how it all works, um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine it'd be a big concern. Um, but if it does happen, obviously, we'll, uh, you heard it here first on the Bits and Pieces podcast by Jelly. Put it now. Yeah, this this told you. <laughs> told you it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can remember this being but ugly. Yeah, yeah, uh, it looks amazing. I'm just watching a tra- yeah. trailer now. No, I was it watching like a trailer. different game. It's um... gameplay. Looks like a different game. Yeah, I'm downloading it now. Sort it. Well, <laughs> I'll play it. <laughs> I downloaded it a little while ago after not this update, but the one before, and I just haven't got round to playing it. Yeah, and uh, uh, but that. Well, yeah, oh, it's a thing of all these all these games that you got to mine and make stuff. It takes time to set up your base and mm. get going and. Yeah, we've all got to find the same planet and spawn on it. <laughs> Thankfully, multiplayer teleports you there, so um, you can all spawn in on the same world together <laughs> with your yeah. with with your own ship, um, which is great because then you can get in the ship and crash into each other. <laughs> I've got, I remember doing that with, with Harvey. Uh, we mucked about on it, and we ended up like, we was doing chicken with our ships, <laughs> just mucking about. Um, That's quite. It's a fun. It's a fun game. The crafting thing, the the mining stuff, isn't as um, tedious as you think it's like cave uh, core keeper it's quite fun you know it's quite it's not yeah i wouldn't say it's relaxing because if you accidentally hit one of those scanner bots and you get a night and then you get shot from about a bazillion angles by these little annoying you know round round tundry black with massive spikes on shoot you from everywhere and even like like in um Elden Ring with the, the uh, lobster can snipe you from miles away. It's oh, exactly God. like that. You run, you run off, and it's <laughs> two million miles away. And you still get shot. So it's um, yeah, those things are really annoying. Uh, thankfully, they're not. They did they did patch them, uh, make them not as aggressive. Um, so yeah, but it, it, I honestly, I think this game is definitely worth um, picking up. Um, I bought it for fifteen quid on Steam. I've got it in a sale when it, it had all its um, after it came out. And had all that uh, nonsense after its first up, like its first major update. That's when I bought the game, and then I've never really played it. <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those Steam sales. Oh, I'll get that game; it's on sale. I'll buy it, and then it just sits in your in- inventory for you know decades before you even touch it. <laughs> and then the next time I played it, it was on Game Pass. So um, it's uh, it's definitely been around a while, but 
for how, how much they have done and what the developers have done is nothing short of you know unheard it's now unheard of in this day and age now in the in the in the days are we release it broken and fix it later mentality they these guys released it broken but not only did they fix it they made it better and improved on every aspect of it and gave back to the community and gave the fans what they was asking for which is yeah a massive win um, yeah and I, it pains me to say but there isn't many companies that do this anymore it's like especially in the AAA industry that we release it it's broken oh you don't like it oh well tough shit <laughs> you know we'll, we'll, we'll fix it when we can be asked to fix it after we finish sacking all our staff and mistreating our staff we'll we'll, we'll, we'll fix it at some point in the future <laughs> okay blizzard <coughs> sorry uh, activision <coughs> sorry so got the uh, got the case of the uh shit uh, <laughs> 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 i'm sorry i'm not sorry <laughs> I don't, I don't, as you can tell, I don't, I don't like Activision. Can anyone tell that? Is that, is that, is that, has that come across yet? <laughs> it's never come up once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, it's a great, it's a great, um, it's, it's good for developers and it's good for the gaming industry that we have, we have a team of people that do this for their fans and their game and still support it after all this time. Who knows? It may even be, it may even be, uh, Starfield. Starfield won't be needed, I don't think. <laughs> Unless Starfield, Starfield is going to have to do something incredible to pull the, the No Man's Sky community away from it. So yeah, it's yeah. going to have to be something special to to get them away from this game. Because if they're continuing to add all of this content, and now you're going to have, you know, it's just the tip of the iceberg from what they gather, what they're what they're doing. So we could have you know, full blown No Man's Sky Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have Jedi's in it next and we will have like Darth Vader turn up in his um his big sphere of death <laughs> with the, with the uh, there's a mod <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll have uh, Palpatine going oh, was it, oh was it um kill him or whatever he said I can't do a Palpatine voice but um yeah <laughs> well, um, Thomas you... the Tank Engine there's always yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine Scooby Doo <laughs> Scooby Doo, <laughs> Scoob, Scoob, lightsaber, Scoob. I'm not doing the voice. I've got a bad. I've got a bad since about Friday. I can't do. I can't uh, do. I can't do Scooby Doo. No, I can't. That'd actually kill me. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. You wouldn't be able to talk I, I will say that uh, Freddy's Velma impression just then was great. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Right. Is yeah. there is there, is there any more news? Uh no, 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 I was I was no, no, I don't think there is actually. There oh. isn't much there isn't much happening this week, is there? Let's no, 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 no. It's been a bit quiet. It's, it's very quiet. Um I've I I have got some stuff I could talk about um from the uh, world of YouTube news, but I don't know how um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh verified is uh, I might not mention it because I don't I'm not sure. If maybe maybe uh, get maybe come back to us on that one next week then. Yeah, if it's if maybe it's still, if it's still relevant. Yeah, it's to do with Blizzard, who oh, right. I've mentioned in passing. <laughs> right. Oh great. Um, 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 no, but yeah, I've got sleep in a few we, hours, Fred, and I don't think I've got time for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was just a quick one. They, they basically Bellar News, who's on YouTube, have been reporting on the, on the Blizzard fiasco over there at the moment. There's, cool. um, there's a uh, roots of corruption, no, no bounds, and um, they're, 
they, uh, as you know, they got out of that court case, uh, got off very lightly with a, a very light, um, you know, paltry eight, eighteen million dollars, which is not even a day's income for them. Um, apparently, the 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 court system and the, the higher ups in one of the states. Uh, I'm not going to start name dropping because I'm not. I don't want to say names, but uh, they reported that uh, one of the uh, like senators or someone really really high up in gov in the United States government is pally wally or best chums with the Activision's boss. Um, and basically, the, the legal team that was handling it. Uh, basically were getting all the information ahead of time for Activision. So anything they were getting penalized for or you know, acted upon, they were they were getting told weeks and weeks in advance through leaks through their offices via their um, broken um, team. So yeah. they basically paid off the team. And uh, they, this is why they were able to get away with stuff for so long, as it had come across their... Uh, you know, books or whatever, and they'd either pay it off for people in question very quickly, or they'd make it disappear. And these, these, this person in question is is very, very well connected, and this is why Activision is really hard to nail down. And uh, they're basically the couple of uh, lawyers that were working for this firm were who were doing a good, really good job and starting to get to the root, the crux of the problem, were removed unfairly from the practice because of it, because of Activision. It's close ties with this head honcho and the head honcho removed them both, and uh, they, they're they're basically trying to call him out on it and get him removed themselves. You know, being you know, don't really mess with I'm lawyers, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, yeah. you don't mess with lawyers. You, you, if you're going to sack two of your best employees who are ripping, who are getting, who are taking the you know unruly to town, and then you do unruly stuff on them, you're just asking for it, aren't you? He's asking for trouble. But th these guys are so powerful that they can just make you disappear like that. So it makes you wonder how far does the corruption go in, in Activision? There's all speculation here, say, on my part at this point. But it's, it's, I really think that that should be, I wouldn't say investigated, but who can investigate? I think the only way it's going to be fair is if someone from outside the US investigates them, you know. You know, some sort of in, you know international corruption agency. Let's get the MI6 over there. Come on, talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just Jane Bond in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take my games, not shaken and not stirred, made properly. <laughs> or you're going out the window. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is Blowfield. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, as, as, there, there was. So, if you want to know about the whole whole shebang, look up Bella News, Bella News, on YouTube, and watch their videos on it. It's quite interesting, and it's quite scary how deep the rabbit hole goes. Um, but who knows what the future holds for Activision? But um, yeah, there's a company that doesn't do what it's supposed to do for its fans, and it does what it does for its shareholders, and doesn't and doesn't even give a monkey's about its staff. Sounds like a a bunch of what names? <laughs> so, um, I, 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 will, I will say this: there's been a, so much Elden Ring in the news this week as well, especially on uh, PC gaming. Light-hearted, let's lighten up a little bit. Um, somebody made a Diablo mod for Elden Ring, so you can I play for the whole. That. You can yes. play for the whole game as as a isometric view 
Diablo controls. Uh, that's an experience, isn't it? That flips the game on its head. That'd be uh, that'd be fun. It's got to be almost impossible, surely. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no there's, that'd be really because there's no you'd be chugging. You'd have to increase the decrease the timer on health potions. So you could just chug them for days. Oh, <laughs> just so running around, chug, it. chug, chug. Just, just plug the health potion into your vein, and just, that'd be the only way I could play it. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's another. There's another one I saw as well. Um, oh, where is it? Hang on. I'm, I'm literally on the page. One second. Oh yeah, an Elden Ring science, an Elden Ring scientist. How about that? An Elden Ring scientist did the math. The Eld tree, the Erd tree, is taller than the Alps. In real scale, if you had to scale it into the real world. Oh, see, that's, I love facts like that. That's a that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? There's even a video on it. So the the Erd tree, the tallest building in the world, is on is on um is on YouTube. If you want to watch it, um. For software specialist Zuli the Witch, that's a YouTube channel. Zuli the Witch took it upon themselves to to measure it. Um, let me give. Do uh, <laughs> we want some stats? Do we have some figures for this little bit of fun <laughs> fun fact, Zoe? Um, apparently, did nine years of research in Half Life Two, uh, scaling things to the real world. Um, Zuli measures a tree from its base beneath the overworld to the tip of its tallest branch, concluding that the Erd tree's model's total height is approximately 5,048 metres tall, or 16,562 feet. This is taller than the highest mountain in the Alps, Mont Blanc, which is equivalent to the elevation of 4,808 metres, or 15,773 feet tall. And that'd be, that'd be cool, having a giant tree that big. Well, not really. We had acorns on it. <laughs> it's got coconuts. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Take out half your street. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like the um, meteor meteorites just hit the earth because it's dropped a bloody coconut. <laughs> Puff of smoke everywhere. Just cloud <laughs> over Europe and no one can go nowhere anymore. It's just, What's going on on the earth trees shredding this coconut skin? Oh, great. <laughs> I wonder if the bird life up there is also proportionally as big. You know, there's a sparrow up there sitting there going, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's uh, one more thing that I, do, um, that, that I noticed this. Uh, the, fun, the, fun, the funny thing about Elden Ring, just a bit more comedy, is that there's an ability uh, which literally makes you do a Mario jump. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a Mario, you can Mario jump on everything. And it's called a, a giant stomp or giant something or other. Um, I've seen the, butt, the butt slam. Yes, yeah, no, dubbed the butt slam. Butt slam, yeah, I've got that. Uh, and uh, the ground slam, it's called, and it's so OP that it works on everything. It works on all bosses except the big tree things. So any human-like boss, you can just jump on and flatten them, and then you just you just pound them while they're flat on the floor. It's, you get your uh, mimic to do it as well. It's hilarious. He just literally just boing, 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 boing. And the only thing that's missing is the sound effect. You're jumping on the boing, so, uh, someone needs to mod that sound effect in and, uh, and, do it, and then let's go when you do it that'd be great <laughs> but that's someone a bit of fun probably has <laughs> so that's uh, that's a fun little that's a fun little thing Mario you Mario jump your way to victory in Elden Ring the butt slam <laughs> <laughs> well, well free you're our resident Elden, uh, Elden Ring player uh, I, think they, uh, I think that's you to do <laughs> I've already I done it. That's what, that's, what, that's what I was doing. <laughs> a butt <laughs> stream. 
<laughs> I already that's how I beat the boss with the butt slam. That's how I beat him. So until they nerf it, and then it won't be a butt slam anymore, it'll be a nerf slam. <laughs> so this is what I'm trying to save you. Not, yeah. I know, but well, Beth, <laughs> give us a... we've still got some Beth. credibility. Yeah, what's that? What credibility? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he on the show? Save. Get rid of him. What's the matter? Save us. Give us a joke of the week. <laughs> oh, Jelly, Jelly can feel the joke of the oh, week. Jelly oh, did a good Jelly's... one last time. All right. All right. I've got a joke then. Uh, I'd just a tightly low the time. Um, <laughs> Can't do any more than what I just did. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, this guy turns to his girlfriend. He goes, um, darling, was I your first one? And she turns to him, looks and goes, yes, all my others ranked about a seven. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I was panicking a little bit. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> Panic, what, uh, panicking after what we just talked yeah, about? Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know how far another, down another, that was going to go. Another section cut. This is not appropriate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> making, my, making my editing life hell. I'm the coldest out. <laughs> it's just gone from like two and a half hours to 57 minutes. It's just, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Just an hour and a half. Well, what you've got to have is like a bits and pieces after dark edition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, that's there. We go. That could be an idea. I might have to steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, another another idea from yes. Jelly in this one. This one stream. Oh, this, <laughs> the um, after dark section happens after the podcast has ended, but continues yes. on on a much uncensored, more, yeah, the uncensored version. <laughs> oh, that could be dangerous. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> that could be very. Oh, nice. we like danger. <laughs> I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as always, then we're finishing on our jokes. So, <laughs> or at least <laughs> we normally do. Um, so let's let's just get on with some socials then, so we can end up because I think we've been on long enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> before it gets that too, spoken. <laughs> before it gets to our hand. <laughs> Four. Before, yeah. Oh, right. Failed. Is anyone Failed miserably. right? Freddie, are you streaming this week? Next um, week? am I? Yes, I will be. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Um, I'm doing I, now. Thursdays are now my community nights. So Jackbox Games, Words on Stream, uh, What the Dub, and, uh, and and other stuff will be every Thursday. Uh, starting at 9 p.m. at uh, w.twitch.tv forward slash freely show. Um, Tuesdays, uh, probably we'll be returning to uh, what's it called? Resident Evil 8. Um, on Tuesday, we're going to be tackling the uh, the giant evil baby. And I'm going to be oh, no. going to be crying my <laughs> off watching uh, playing through that. Uh, and then obviously it's the Saturday's podcast, and I might squeeze in some extra streams as well. I might even do a bonus day stream on Monday. So please head over to my Twitch page and give us a follow. Much appreciated. Okay, and uh, for me, yeah, twitch.tv forward slash funny bits boy. And I normally stream weekends as and when I can. At some point, it might change. I don't know. That's up to the powers that be. Um, But yeah, currently, that's what I do of Saturdays, like do a lot three till six, and then we do the podcast at nine till late. Should we say? <laughs> <'Cause it> could, <laughs> um, covering on, your bases, yeah, there. yeah, covering yeah. all bases that way, just to, just in case. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Sundays I usually do a, a three till six um, gaming, and then I normally do a community game of a horror, t- some kind of a horror, usually horror or horror based. Um, 
usually Phasmo is gets picked or one of the other ghost hunting games, Devour. And uh, I think I've been invited. I've been invited to Seven Days to Die tomorrow night, so I might be doing some of that tomorrow. So hopefully you can come and join me then from about eight eight till uh, late late again on Sunday. And yeah, then I'm basically back to normal sort of from Monday. I don't have that extra bank holiday because this weekend is the Easter weekend as we as we are going live and recording this. So hopefully you'll have a great Easter, whatever you do, whatever you get up to. If that is uh, something you normally celebrate happy um, chocolate day everybody happy chocolate yes. day and present and, day and present day yeah and cooking bunnies day easter eggs <laughs> easter eggs see this is this is prior this is a, a bit of a joke i think for, for pizza beth to just put in easter eggs in the chat so then hopefully that i'll read it out but this time i am reading it out because it doesn't matter because A, we got to the end of the podcast, and B, it's relevant. <laughs> so, Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Day. Yeah, and not something that you just read upon whilst trying to talk about a spotlight, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is quite amusing at the same time. But yeah, uh, otherwise you can, you can also get me, uh, get at me. Um, funny get bit, me. Get, get me. Get Steve. Funny Go bits. Get <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny bits be on Twitter. And um, yeah. I'll look forward to seeing you either tomorrow at some point or next week. Whatever you do, have a great rest of the weekend. Um, happy Easter. <laughs> happy Easter, everybody. Take care. Yes. And thank you very see- much, Je- We're Jelly Ogre, for joining us uh, this week. I'll see you in 10 more episodes. I'll see you in 10 <laughs> yeah. more episodes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get back in. If anyone does want to join us, by the way, please feel free to hook up. Uh, one of us, my whether you could speak to her, me, Freddy, or even Beth when she's in, even yeah. though she's not here today, she is in the chat somewhere. But she, she does have a. a you don't Twitter. even have to be a streamer; just be someone just, that wants to come in and have a chat with us, hang with us, and talk about games and other nonsense that we come up with, especially me. <laughs> and yeah, you could be part of the Bits and Pieces podcast, which is yes found anywhere on uh, iTunes now, now music, uh, Spotify. And anywhere that has uh, access to RSS feeds, which um, help produce. And, and YouTube. YouTube, yeah, YouTube as well. Help produce. And Twitch. Twitch. And Twitch, yeah. Yeah, we're out there somewhere. Limited, limited time on anywhere Twitch. That's podca- anywhere that you can find a podcast, we should also <laughs> be on any of those platforms. Yep. There we go. I've co- I think I've covered everything. All right, that's yeah. it. Good. I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye. Thanks for Bye, Goodbye. Mr. Steve. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Steve. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Jelly. Bye.